This episode of Solutions in Senior Health is brought to you by Home Care Solutions in Pensacola, Florida. Hello and welcome to Solutions in Senior Health, a podcast about thoughtful and meaningful discussions on challenges and triumphs in elderly care. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Neal, and I'm joined by uh, Jenny Wolf. I am the owner of Home Care Solutions and have been a nurse, an RN, for 35 years and have owned uh, this business for the past 12 years. And I'm Sharon Miller, Community Liaison for Home Care Solutions, where I've been in the industry for about 20 years and with Home Care Solutions for going on three years. Okay, so today is our inaugural podcast started this podcast to help educate and inform people just like us that are caring for elderly adults or have family members with health challenges that are seniors because we just care and and want to help educate people and and have these thoughtful discussions. So today we're going to start off with a spring cleaning theme. Really that, that doesn't sound very interesting, but it's imperative that our senior loved ones are living in spaces that are clean, healthy, and safe for them. So we're going to go over a few tips and discuss a few highlights. Well, talking about spring cleaning because it is spring and it is a good time of year to start thinking about sprucing up your home and keeping it neat and clean and tidy, especially for elderly people who may have some difficulty walking around the house, navigating stairs, stepping over carpet and what have you. But if you have unnecessary clutter in your house as well, that is a high risk for fall at that point. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, a lot of times when our loved ones are aging and they've lived in a particular house for forever, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I wouldn't want to change any of my furniture just because... You know, the perception is I can't take care of myself. Mm-hmm. So number one, you have a challenge with addressing that issue, but also making sure they're safe. But so, you accumulate a lot of stuff in a house for 40 years. So Yeah, a lot of stuff that you don't need. And mm-hmm. I think we discussed this the other day about the lady on Netflix that does the full house cleaning. Like not, not people that are hoarders, but people that just have a whole lot of junk. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all the stuff that they have, they don't need. And that's the same thing with seniors. You'll accumulate all sorts of things, whether it be from vacations, from family members or whatever. And there's debate out about whether or not living minimalistic is is good for you or bad for you. But you can't help the, the fact that, yeah, when you have less stuff cluttering your house, it makes it a safer environment if you're a senior. I think it's a little bit more difficult, too, for seniors to let go of things like that They do, because there are a lot of memories tied up in the things that they've accumulated. And there are sometimes, I know I'm not a senior, but I know that I'm reluctant sometimes to let something go, even though I clearly don't need it. There's a lot of memories tied to things. And so it makes it pretty difficult for seniors to declutter. Yeah, it's sentimental. Yeah. And I think it's part of our culture. You know, there are other cultures that don't really hold on to a whole bunch of stuff, but it's just part of us to like accumulate stuff. Mm-hmm. So the challenge is it's not bad to have things. You know, we're not knocking that, but I, I think that when it starts posing a risk for someone that is a fall risk, that's where you run into some issues. So I did some Googling. I, I was going to say I do, did some research, but really that's just me Googling. <laughs> I found several articles. That's research. Yeah, it is research. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Highlighting some of the 
some of the things to look out for when you're trying to clean for a senior and trying to declutter their house. And, and one that you mentioned was being a fall risk. So rugs that have been there forever that might have a turned up edge, those are definitely high fall risk things. Even if they don't have a turned up edge, sometimes they're so old and frayed and thin that just walking across them turns them up and they can get sort of wrapped around their feet and fall. Yeah. And sometimes as seniors age, they don't pick up their feet. They t- my mother used to shuffle her feet. Mm-hmm. So those rugs, when you don't pick up your feet, even though they might be flat on the, on the other rug or on the floor, they tend to become a trip hazard. Mm-hmm. I know my parents decided at one point, several years before they passed, to go ahead and give us things that we thought we, we might want, which was one very simple way for them to unclutter, and they knew it was going to be things that we would love and cherish, but it was out of their homes. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good way to encourage decluttering, too, is that, you know, you, you can take on the responsibility of their items that they might feel like there's too much sentimentality, if right. that's a word. Plus, that's it's a, word. a great time for conversation. <laughs> you can have a really nice little conversation with them about things they have in their home, and it ends up not being a fact later on when your parents pass won't be a conflict. It makes your, your loved one feel better. Well, okay, you don't want this. I'm free to get rid of it. Yeah. I can let it go and not have to worry about it. So not only with rugs and like clutter in the hallway, stuff like that, but it's stuff that you can't get rid of like power cords. Mm -hmm. Those can become really dangerous tripping hazards. And you really don't want anybody messing with the power cord. But I guess making sure those things are tucked away behind furniture and always kind of keeping an eye on that because I I know in my house, I'll have my charger for my iPad across the room yeah. and then, you know, an Xbox controller or something like that <laughs> far away. And, and so if anyone came in there that didn't know the layout or wasn't fully aware of where they were walking, mm-hmm. you know, they could, they could potentially trip. Yep. So on, an, on another note related to that, there's, one, uh, there's a point in our lives when bathroom tiles are going to become too slippery mm-hmm. for us, especially if they get wet. And maybe not a bathroom rug being enough to, to kind of hold back that water and moisture. So that can become dangerous as well. And so I, I think that my suggestion would be to put some no-slip mats in the bathroom, maybe mm-hmm. even in the tub too. Yeah. Because like I said, mm-hmm. I, I relate a lot of stuff to, to me. I'm a little bit clumsy, but even I slip. Yeah, you know, too. And, and a lot of times, um, older homes that people live in, the tub is a shower in the tub, so they're having to step up and over that ledge onto the wet floor, and it can be pretty dangerous if you're. If you're and I see this wet. all the time with seniors who now need grab bars in the bathroom. They oh, definitely man. need grab bars in the bathroom to get in and out. Hey, everybody and needs a grab bar. Yeah, I think <laughs> so too. Yeah, and I think sometimes even. We'll, and I'll go into a home and suggest a chair that they sit in now to take a shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because most of them are now taking showers to sit in with it that has a back on it that is recommended for the senior market or our senior citizens to sit in as they take a shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and these tips are not to imply that just because someone's a senior that they can't get around and can't manage their life. It's just that those things start to become a more prominent threat in your later years. And if you are aware of these things, it, it helps you prepare. Mm-hmm. So you could be in your mid seventies and still have this stuff installed, but it's just more of planning for the future. Absolutely. And you can maybe stay home much longer. If you take these measures now, 
um, to continue being safe in your home, then you're probably not going to trip over a cord and break a hip and end up in the hospital and all the things that come after that. You know, if you can kind of do this preventative stuff earlier rather than later, you'd be better off. To kind of switch gears a little bit, this is still spring cleaning related, but it's a little bit different of a threat. And that's when, when you have a bunch of junk in your house and it's accumulating dust, yeah. you know, that that can play a serious role in your health. Mm-hmm. So if you have some allergy issues or, or sinus issues due to that dust and possibly mold. or Right. Especially or here mildew, in the South where it's so humid. Yeah. You're going to grow stuff. And that, so that can, you know, seriously impede your ability to fight off some other infections and you might get some bacterial infections. So that that's really important too. And I, I've been in some elderly relatives homes that just had so much junk in there that you just don't, you don't really get the full picture unless you dig through to see how much stuff they have. And then once you get into like old papers, old wrapping paper or whatever, yeah. even old pictures and stuff like that, I'm not saying throw it out, but just be aware and have it you know, in a place where it's not accumulating moisture. We can go into a house like that and start feeling the effects of whether it be too many animals inside or or mildew or mold. If we can walk in and and almost immediately start feeling the effects of that, then think about, you know, these people are living in this condition. Every day. Every single day. And it can cause pests in there too. You know, silverfish and spider mites and other things that, and just to think about it makes you, gives me the creepy crawlies, but... (laughs) And seniors might not be aware that they, that could be a condition in their homes with the little mementos of magazines. And yeah. I, I'm, I know myself, I have lots of, of photo albums. And I think about that every now and then. And I go through them a lot. But, yeah, they can end up being considered clutter after a while. When you do have pests in your home, even when you're aware of it, even when it's something that just is like roaches, they're, that's not always an indicator of an unclean house. I mean, especially here in Florida, right. you know, we get those palm roaches and stuff like that. Yeah. But once you start having an infestation, that can really seriously affect your quality of life. And I think that's part of what we really are trying to focus on with this podcast is making sure that w- whatever we're helping educate on, it's really about improving the quality of life mm-hmm. for not just seniors, but family members too because if something happens to their elderly loved one that that affects them so having an infestation of some type of bug or whatever you know not only is a health issue or a health risk but it's also a quality of life thing too because those sort of things can seriously impede your ability to fully enjoy life i mean it can be overwhelming Fleas uh, are included in that as well. A lot of elderly people do have dogs or cats for companionship, and if you get a flea infestation, your life can be pretty pretty miserable, and that of your pet as well. Um, so another thing that, and, and you hear this all the time with ring cleaning and the changing of the seasons, is making sure your fire alarms, smoke alarms, carbon monoxide alarms all have fresh batteries. That's driven into us a lot, but even when it's driven into us, we it's hard for us to remember even with, with it's our house. And so I, I guess one of the challenges could be that if you have an elderly loved one that is living at home, is receiving elder care, you want to make sure you take care of that for them as well. That could be a thing to do. It's a small thing to think about, but it could have a, a large implication, mm-hmm. especially if there ever was a fire. Right. Change those batteries. Yeah. And so transitioning from that, it's really important to have an emergency preparedness plan for... Checklist. Yeah, checklist. I know it seems like overkill sometimes, but preparing for whatever disaster might come your way. 
Like in Florida, we have hurricanes almost every single year. We have some severe weather from time to time, but most mostly it's it's planning for a hurricane. And so having a, a plan for your elderly loved one to evacuate or to simply stay at home and be safe, flashlights, extra batteries, you know, extra food and water and stuff like that. I think that's one of the things that we tend to neglect. I mean, even even me, for for my grandparents, you know, to think, oh, well, they've got it figured out. They've lived through it, mm-hmm. you know, but it. You can also register them with the county to be evacuated in that situation. If there is a situation where they have to evacuate their home, if it's a mandatory, you can register them with the county emergency department. They'll make sure that they can get them out. That's awesome. I, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Particularly if they have, if they use oxygen or have other equipment that is required for them to survive, then they'll have places for them to go to register to be housed in while those conditions and they can even take on. their pets now oh that's uh they have to allow them to take their pets because in hurricanes past they've not allowed that and people have not gone and they've lost their lives yeah because they once they weren't going to leave their pets behind so well see that's a very simple step that could have you know huge results mm-hmm. having a preparedness checklist not only for hurricanes but other inclement weather mm-hmm. and if you live in the north for being snowed in any type of front that way something that seems so simple for us to just like hop in our car and drive north or something like right. that might not be so easy for for a senior. So having that list prepared, doing th- the simple small steps like that preparedness list and like changing the batteries in a smoke alarm, those are things that I think need to be refreshed, need to be on our minds at, at least twice a year in the spring and the fall. Yeah, and that's what they say when you change your clocks. When you spring ahead and fall back, check other things as well. You know, the focus of this podcast is much like the focus of your business, Jenny. It's to extend the quality of life Mm -hmm. of seniors wanting to remain in their home. We have caregivers that do this kind of stuff. and And all of us have busy lives and busy families, and it's like, oh, I need to take care of this for mom, but oh my goodness, I don't want to, my kids got ball practice. So Home Care Solutions has has solutions for these kind of things. We can also come in, if you're a son or daughter of an elderly patient and you do not live in the same city as your loved ones, we can come out twice a year and just do like a wellness check. What that entails is we'd look in the yard if they have newspaper delivery, if there's a lot of newspapers laying around out in the yard, that's that's an issue, means they're not getting out. If there's piled up mail in the mailbox, um, if they have fresh food in the refrigerator or if it's outdated, fresh food in the freezer, um, you know, what is it like in, in the home? We can check all that, th- all that stuff. If they've got bills piled up, we can check all that, uh, see what's going on, and then give you a call and let you know if there's something more going on here and your parent might need a little bit more attention. So, you know, whether it be uh, by a safety standpoint or a convenience standpoint or just needing a little bit of extra help um that that's kind of coincides with what we're trying to educate people about and just really when we say thoughtful and meaningful discussion about it that's what we want to have and so if you are in need of those services in florida south alabama in in this area more specifically pensacola fort walton santa rosa yeah uh, destin those areas and uh, over into like Lillian, Alabama, Foley, then give us a call or send us an email at seniors at homecarefl.com. And even if you have some questions or, or some tips of your own about anything we've mentioned here today and just want to chat with us about elder care, 
please, again, just send us a message. I'm really happy that we were able to do this today. I think that as we evolve and as we go forward, we'll have guests, different experts in different fields of uh, elderly care. And we'll just to continue to have these thoughtful and meaningful discussions. And hopefully we're helping people. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. And thank you for hosting us, Chase. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again for joining us for Solutions in Senior Health. Please feel free to leave a review, leave a suggestion, and subscribe.